Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 5 Minutes PM Podcast. Today, I'd like to continue the series about how we can mitigate scope changes. If we recap last week, we discussed basically about two topics. We can avoid the scope changes if we understand the link between the functional requirements, the technical requirements, the technical scope, to make sure that we know exactly how we can translate the customer desire into tasks and into technical work. The second one that I discuss is to work hard on planning, to plan in detail, because the detail will bring changes, but these changes can be addressed before execution. And I'd like now to share with you the other three things we can do to avoid this. But before I do that, I'd like just to share one thing. We are not looking here to mitigate scope changes. We want to mitigate unplanned scope changes. Scope changes that the client just asks you to do with no negotiation of new deadlines and no negotiation about cost. It's just scope creep. You put things inside the scope and you do not negotiate anything. So this is what we are trying to avoid, okay? So the third one is to document and formalize the agreement before the work. What do I mean by that? If you prepared a great scope statement or great WBS, you cannot put it on the drawer and forget it. No, you need to show it to your customer, to show you to your key stakeholders. Look, stakeholder management is becoming a new knowledge area of the PMBOK guide. So it's so important that the people, the stakeholders understand what is your scope. So you need to reach an agreement before the work. So show, show your WBS, show them your strategy. Don't hide this because maybe in the future they will see that you will be delivering something that they really do not want. So work very hard to do that. The fourth one, it's if you can split, if you have a long project. Remember, time works against scope because time brings scope changes. So if you can split your projects into phases and work clearly on phase A, phase after phase B, after phase C, you can manage the changes better. So uh, let me give you an example that I like very much. To do that is a, a way of making a closed system, at least for a small amount of time. Let's imagine that we are a diver, okay? We are deep sea divers. So we have our cylinder with oxygen. What we do during the time that we are diving, we are a completely isolated system. You have our own supply of oxygen, and we are self-sufficient for that 40 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. Every 30 minutes or 40 minutes, I need to go up and refill my tank with oxygen and also take a look. Is there any thunderstorm coming? Is there any trouble that I need to worry? And then I dive again. So in the project, it's pretty much the same what we can do with create a phase if we phase the project. So during the phase, we think, okay, nothing will change. 
in the next 45 days. And then we do the work and we deliver the work. After that, we go up and see, is there anything new here? Oh no, so dive again. So this is pretty much related to some concepts around Scrum and Agile techniques. So this will help a lot for you to avoid changes during uh, in the middle of a phase. And this will bring space to one technique that I like very much is the rolling wave planning. The rolling wave planning is a way of handling with projects with a lot of uncertainty. So what you do in the works that are pretty close to you today, you bring more details. You do a more detailed planning. In the medium term, you do less detail. In the long term, you do even less detail. And as soon as you start having new information, you create more details on that. This is very good to handle with the communication process with your stakeholders. But this brings a lot of risk in some kind of contracts. Because if you have a fixed firm at price and a contract where you don't have any any way of, of changing the costs, of changing the deadlines. This could be a very dangerous process because if some changes came to the future when you start detailing the future, you'll need to redo a, do a new agreement with your customer. So sometimes this is a big challenge. When you have fixed firm price, you need to go to the solution number two, work hard on planning in detail. Because you need to detail everything to make sure that your cost structure will fit the price that the customer is paying for you. But if you have a good relationship, a good agreement, a relationship based on trust, so you can work together developing through rolling wave planning. With that, all the changes that will come to the project will be beneficial. It's very important if we return to the beginning of this broadcast, I'm not against scope changes. I'm just against the nightmare of unplanned scope changes that you cannot manage, that you cannot review your deadlines, that you cannot review your costs. These are the real nightmare for the project manager. I just want you to do more, but I don't give you anything. And I use usually poor planning because you plan it poorly or lack of agreement to do that. But in other ways, if the customer and the project don't know exactly what they intend to produce, they have just a rough idea and they are developing it together, the scope changes will be part of the business and will be negotiated. And this is not a problem. This is part of normal life. So we need to understand this. We need to understand, and what I'm trying to avoid is just this unplanned, this terrible kind of change that where people start just to throw into works on the project without any new money, any new resource, any new time for that. And this will just blow up the project results. So this is what we need to think about. So I hope that these five basic tips that I gave to you in 10 minutes could help you to address this better, okay? I hope you enjoyed this podcast and see you next week with another 5 Minutes PM podcast.